On the Manic Monday Show, we have guest Christian Lander to talk about his Streets of Rage video, and we have your own memories of Wolfchild.
Radio Sega. is the start of your Radio Sega Live Week. The Manic Monday Show with Casey.
So it's the Manic Monday Show on Radio Sega. I'm KC and I'm live from Portugal as per usual every Monday night for your listening pleasure or displeasure depending on your mood. Whoa, that was fast. Uh, hello, welcome to the Manic Monday Show. It's the start of your Radio Sega Live week. And it's that time of the week when we try to cheer you up because it's Monday. It's, you know, it's not a, a very good day, especially if, if you had a, a, an amazing weekend or especially if you had a really, 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 really bad Monday uh, or are having a bad Monday. That sometimes happens. But, but uh, that's all about to change because this is the Manic Monday Show. It's Manic, well... Sometimes, at least. Uh, at least I am, Manic. Um, and we've got some awesome Sega music. So, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me for another episode. Episode 6 of Season 3 of the Manic Monday Show. We started off the show with a classic. Uh, I think we can say that already. Uh, two years ago, we released an album to celebrate our 10th anniversary um, and so the Blast Processors, good friends of the station uh, you know, made, made a, a wonderful track for that album called Kaze Makaze <clears throat> uh, <laughs> a remix of Whirlwind from Shinobi 3 Return of the Ninja Master uh, with some hints at um, at 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 um, not at off um, Sigata Sanjiro I, I was I, I'm getting distracted because Green Viper 8 uh, just posted that people are spamming Jet Set Radio in the comments to the, in the news that Sega has a surprise announcement at uh, the Sega Festival 2018 yeah it's not gonna be Jet Set Radio don't count on it no I don't think so yeah but yeah <laughs> um Maybe it'll be, maybe it'll be like, um, I don't, I, I have, I actually have no clue um, of what that could be. It could be, um, maybe it could be Streets of Rage 4, because that's uh, relevant to this week's show. We have a guest that's going to talk about that, but I'll, I'll uh, mention that in a bit. Let me just get back on track and tell you. So we opened the show with Kazimakaze from uh, or by the Blast Processors. Um, then we had Opa Opa GMT Remix uh, from Mai Mai, and lastly, Boss Battle Big Arms from Sonic Generations. Uh, people are saying uh, Sonic Mania 2 says I I. Um, Shenmue HD uh, Veritex says Shenmue HD as well Sonic Adventure Mania <laughs> Jamie says knowing Sega it'll be Sonic related Veritex says another hospital game Awirazu says Panzer Dragoon Saga HD on mobile devices <laughs> Yes <laughs> it, it, It's gonna be all of that but not Jet Set Radio <laughs> Because <laughs> some people really, really want Shenmue Radio. Uh, I'm hoping for Shenmue HD, but I'm not. I'm not holding my breath. 
uh, knowing Sega. Maybe it's it's a Fantasy Star Online 3. I, I know it's that. Yeah, that's gonna be it. Definitely. Fantasy Star Online 3 coming to um, PS4 and Switch and whatnot, but only for uh, Japanese players, of course. Uh, obviously, it'll come to the West eventually, like in 20 years or something. Because uh, we're still waiting for PSO2. No news on that, but it's still coming. Yes. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Let, let's keep going. So, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, let me tell you how you can interact with us during uh, the show. So don't forget to join us on Discord. RadioSE.ga slash Discord. Join us there for some fun times with everyone listening into the show. Uh, that's also where you can uh, take part in Say My Name. It's another um, another uh, you know special feature of, of the show. And if you want to get yourself some points, because things are, are very interesting this season. You know, I, I think this is the most exciting season of Say My Name we've ever had. Like, ever! On... on um, on the Manic Monday show, so hopefully things will uh, keep keep looking, you know, exciting after this week. Uh, and so there's a new thing, a new Sega thing, related thing to uh, to guess in a few minutes. So join us on Discord for that, or you can also tweet at Radio Sega and let us know you're listening. Uh, tell us. You know your thoughts on the tracks we've been playing, on the stuff I'm I've been babbling about, like what Sega, uh, what does Sega have in store for people uh, during the Sega Festival 2018? Yeah, I don't know, I have no clue. Let's see. Uh, Jamie says I want a new Choo Choo Rocket game. <laughs> yes, that's that could be that could be nice. That could be nice. Yeah. Well. Uh, so let's let's keep going. As I was saying, don't forget there's say my name. And so if you you're thinking of uh, taking part in say my name, this would be a good time to join us on Discord because. Say my name, say my name, say my name, say my name. Indeed, it's time for say my name again. Say my name. It's it. What is what is my game? My name. It's a game we play every week on the show, um, and each week I pick something that has some sort of you know. It, it's Sega related. It could be a character. It could be a game. It's we, we've been doing games ever since the show return. Uh, so this week is no exception. There's a new game to guess. Uh, the thing is, I'm gonna. Uh, give you four different hints throughout the show um, to help you to help you guess uh, what the, the game is. And so uh, the thing is, you'll have uh, one guess per clue. You know, so you'll have to guess what the game is, and you get one guess per clue. But the the sooner you, you guess it correctly, the better because you get more points. So you get twenty points after the first clue. Uh, 15 points after the second, 10 points after the third, and 5 points after the fourth and final clue. As of right now, uh, after 5 weeks of Say My Name, we have Veritex on the lead with 85 points, followed followed closely uh, by Doom Girl with 80 points, and Rexy with 70 points. So those are... This is the top 3 
although we have some some people you know following closely behind as well uh, like OSC like Steve with 60 points so let's see what happens this week after another edition of Say My Name the only way to take part is uh, to send me a direct message, a DM on Discord with your guests. So that's the only way you can take part in Say My Name. So let's start, let's start with uh, clue number one. For 20 points, and you have until the end of this next music break to send me your guesses. So for 20 points, clue number one is... It's a 3D fighting game. It's a 3D fighting game. That's clue number one. If you think you know the answer, if you think you know what this game is, send me a DM on Discord with your guess <laughs> for 20 points. While you do that, I'm going to play more music. Let's start this next music break with uh, a Black Panther 2 track. And this is Panther in the storm, you're listening to Radio Sega. This is the Manic Monday Show. Playing the best Sega music 24 7. Mechanic 
Monday show with Casey.
Shibuya Navigating the Jungle from Seventh Dragon 2020. You know I love this. You know I love this. That's it. So, uh, so <laughs> apparently, <laughs> Green Viperate, I think, um, is, is just shared a picture of I think what I think is my my play activity on on the Switch, uh, and. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if you're aware, but there's a, like a bug uh, on on Switch, so the the play count um, only lasts for one year. So it, it's I don't know how they set this up, but apparently since uh, the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild came out like uh, one year ago, this Saturday was it Saturday, the third? Yeah. So apparently, if you go to my profile in perhaps your own profiles as well. Um, it says that I first played Breath of the Wild two days ago. Because <laughs> uh, they they, ho they only, you know, count the, the day and month and they don't uh, look at the year for some reason. So it's, you know, it's March 3rd, even though it's 2017. The Switch says it's first played two days ago for some reason. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a lot of uh, you know playtime for two days though. I've got like over 200 hours I think on, on that game so or close to 200 hours. So yeah, that's it. Anyway, uh, let's get back on track. So that was Shibuya navigating the jungle from Seventh Track in 2020 tune. Before that, we had also a tune, Don't Stop Rockin' from Mai Mai. And the first track was Panther in the Storm from Black Panther 2, Yakuza Chapter uh, Ashura. Not sure about this title. This is a Radio Sega made title for the game. <laughs> uh, maybe we should reconsider this. I don't think this is a... <laughs> I don't think this is a a, a, a... a very, very good title for the game. Black Panther 2 Yakuza Chapter Ashura. Maybe we should just call it Yakuza Black Panther 2. Maybe that would be more appropriate. And the first one would be Yakuza Black Panther. Maybe, right? I think that's a good idea because it's... Sure as hell isn't Yakuza Chapter Ashura. That isn't a thing at all so we should maybe look into that soon anyway i'm i'm babbling as per usual so you guys have been sending me some guesses uh, entries are now closed for 20 points uh which means it's time to share another clue for this oh yeah Indeed. So it's time. It's time for um, for say my name again. Not wanting to spoil anything for anyone. Um, some people, uh, and I say some people because it's not just one person. Some people already got twenty points. Was one of those people a Doom Girl? That's the question. Well, you'll have to wait until the end of the show to find out. Unless she wants to share the answer already. But uh, yeah, so 20 points are, are up. People, uh, Some people got 20 points. Most people didn't. So let's uh, share clue number two so you have a chance of getting 15 points now. So for 15 points, this is clue number two. Remember, clue number one was it's a 3D fighting game. Clue number two. 
originally an arcade game, it's been released on several other systems, including the PS3 and Xbox 360 via their respective online stores. So originally an arcade game, it's been released on several other systems, including the PS3 and Xbox 360, so digitally via their respective online stores, so XBLA and PSN, so that's that's how it works. So, yeah, it's a 3D fighting game, originally an arcade game released on several other systems, including the PS3 and Xbox 360. What could this be? For 15 points, send me a DM with your guess. And you have until the end of uh, the Manic Lounge segment to send me your guesses. So you have a lot of time still to think about this and um, just to try and come up with uh, the correct answer. While you do that, let me keep going with the show because, you know, we can't stop. We can't wait for you guys. It's time for this. Third party tracks of the week. Hey! <clears throat> yes. Third party tracks of the week this week. And uh, I have to say, some people sent me, or other people, new people sent me some, some requests, uh, which is nice. And you can do so by going to radiose.ga slash third party. So radiose.ga slash third party. That's where you can find uh, a survey you can fill out and send me some suggestions for this um for this uh, segment, and so uh, new new people sent me some some uh, requests. However, I didn't have much time this week to 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 prepare for for the show and try and find uh, these new tracks. So, but still, still I I managed to find a few. But some people send me some Saturn requests and stuff. So that that's always a bit hard to find, but. Nevertheless, we'll get there. We, we'll get there. Uh, so this week we have requests by Jamie, by Electric Boogaloo, and by A Wiener Was You. And one of the requests has something to do with next week's guest on the show. So, hmm, who could it be? I don't know. You'll have to wait and find out. So we're um, kicking things off. Uh, kicking things off uh, this third-party tracks segment with a request by Jamie. You know Jamie, yeah. You know his. You know he loves his balls, especially when his balls are in 3D. I don't know if he loves his balls or if he loves balls in general, but he loves balls 3D. And so he requested the title screen from that game. Uh, yes, I'm not, I'm not being a pervert. I'm just talking about a game called Balls 3D. And the title uh, screen and menus and winner theme for that uh, game is our first track of the week, followed by some uh, Sagaya and some Alien 3. So let's enjoy the third-party tracks of the week. Starting with the title screen from Balls 3D, such a weird game and such a weird track. Boy. <laughs> 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 
ojo, ojo.
Manic Monday Show with Casey. Only on Radio Sega. Concludes uh, this week's third party track segment. Matt Furnace with stage two from Alien 3. And as I just shared um, in Discord, Matt Furnace will be the guest uh, on the Manic Lounge next week. So if 
you are a fan of Matt Furness's work, um, if you are a fan of his um, soundtracks, his you know his composing techniques or something. Um, let me know, let me know if you have any questions for Matt. Uh, I will be recording this interview uh, this Wednesday, so hopefully uh, we'll have it ready for next week's show. And so uh, I, I want you guys to feel free to send me some questions for Matt. Uh, anything, uh, one, one thing that I wanted to, to share with Matt is what games, specifically what games and, and what soundtracks uh, do you guys most uh, like? That, that the ones that he did for Sega Systems. And even if you like something that he didn't do for a Sega System, but for any other system, let me know, because uh, I would like to, to share that with him. Uh, even if it's just like off air, I would love to, to tell him uh, which of, the, of his soundtracks stand out the most for you, for you guys. Yeah, so uh, that was the last track there. Uh, Alien 3 Stage 2. Before that, we had Muse Valley. Uh, so, oh, by, by the way, this was a request by Owen uh, the, the Before that, we had Muse Valley from Sagaya, uh, aka Darius 2, uh, requested by uh, Electric Boogaloo. And the first track was that weird, crazy <laughs> track title screen menus winner from Balls 3D requested by none other than Ball Lover Jamie 64326 yes balls uh, indeed that being said yeah Jamie so you, you should definitely try Echo uh, Echo 1 and 2 yeah <laughs> there's there's balls in that as well some of this, the, the, the stages, you, you have to look for the missing balls. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, enough of that. What am I saying? I'm not like this. I'm, I'm a good boy. Most of the time. Never mind that. So, that was third-party tracks of the week. Don't forget you can uh, share your suggestions, your requests. Send me some, some suggestions of awesome tunes. Things that we haven't played yet. Things that, you know, those games that you really, really, really love and think should get you know, more uh, more love and airtime on Radio Sega. Third-party tracks. So this means soundtracks from games that uh, were not developed or published by Sega but were released on Sega Systems. So tell me what those are and um, you can go to radiose.ga slash third-party to share your suggestions. Okay. Uh... <laughs> My God, uh, <laughs> um, Jamie just shared a screenshot uh, of apparently the SNES, the Super NES uh, version of um, Balls 3D, <laughs> open wide for Chunky. My God, my God, no. Yes. Anyway, so 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 so. so. Uh, let's keep going. It's time for the Manic Lounge. So this week's guest on the Manic Lounge is 
none other than Christian Lander. Christian reached out to us uh, a few weeks ago uh, with uh, his um, Streets of Rage video. So he, he made a, a Streets of Rage video focusing on the history of the franchise, the pot potential future of, of the franchise as well. Uh, and so I reached back and uh, invited him to, to come on the show and share why he wanted to make this video and his history with Sega and video games in general. Uh, we had such a lovely conversation that I actually had to cut some of it off uh, the show because, you know, we're on a, a tight schedule here. But uh, he's a great guy, awesome Sega fan, and uh, I, I urge you to check out the video. We'll share the link in a few. So this is my chat with guest of the week, Christian Lander as part of the Manic Lounge segment. We'll be right back, and when I come back, don't forget, there's another clue for Say My Name, but you still have some time to share your, another guess for 15 points. So if you haven't done so already, it's time, people. It's time. Take a seat and grab a drink. This is the Manic Lounge. Hello, Christian. Welcome to how Radio Sega. Hey, how you doing? So, how are you doing? I'm really good, man. I've just been a busy, crazy day at work. I'm now home. I'm uh, sat here. I'm talking to you. I'm uh, ready for a good time. Excellent. Me too. So, it's it's really nice to have you on, on the show. Thank you for, for your time. And so, um, before we get into the, 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 the reason why you're, you're here, would you like to tell us a bit about yourself so um, and, and your history with video games and Sega games? Uh, so, my name is Christian Lander. I've been a gamer um, perhaps since I was like maybe eight, nine years old. And uh, Sega has been like that kind of was the first console I actually had. I mean, uh, my, I went to my friend Mark's house and he had like a Sega Master System. So he had like a, sort of the classic stuff like Ninja and Sonic and Streets of Rage 1 was, was on the Master System that he had at the time. And we always like used to pile around there after school. And, um, and I was always eager to get a Mega Drive just to one up him really. And uh, it kind <laughs> of flowed from there. So, um, you know, I was part of the, the Cyber Razor generation. I, I kind of grew up uh, as a teenager with, uh, with the Sega Mega Drive, I moved into the Sega Saturn, mm -hmm. um, you know, and my Sega Saturn is the kind of pride of my collection. Um, I have, you know, a really large collection of, of, of some of the rare Saturn games as well, like Panzer Dragoon Saga and uh, Shining Force 3, I have the whole collection, I collected all the, um, the, the X-Men vs. Street Fighter, Marvel vs. Street Fighter, so I was a pretty keen importer, you know, I spent far too much money in my teenage years on a <laughs> Sega Saturn game, I really did, I mean, I can remember I was, uh, there was a shop in Nottingham uh, called Another World, which is later became Forbidden Planet and it's now gone kind of a nation, uh, international and I can remember like buying uh, Dead or Alive on uh, the Sega Saturn import and it cost me like sixty nine ninety nine. and the, the guy behind the counter says why do you keep buying them I says because Sega makes great games <laughs> and uh, I, I was I was the only one playing all, all these really cool games that no one had ever heard of um, and I, my friends all had like Playstations and I was kind of always the one who held out with this Sega Saturn. Um, and I picked up a Dreamcast at a launch, you know. Um, yeah. and Sega always kind of had that kind of special feeling to me. I joined like um, about a year ago, I joined the, the Dreamcast Junkyard and mm -hmm. uh, quite a few of the guys on there I kind of I knew and I was like, oh, I know him, I know him. Um, in terms of games though, I, I, I was involved with Game City, which is like uh, in Nottingham where I live. Uh, it's kind of an international festival of gaming, all the different elements that come together with that. And uh, so I was involved for the first couple of years with a clan that I was uh, I'd become part of. 
uh, the clan big game uh, on Xbox, and we're just just kind of meeting up and chatting on a regular basis. We always find ourselves in the early days of Xbox. On at that time, there was only like two games that were online, which was Unreal and Wolfenstein. So we always kept coming across each other. We get we kept in touch, and we realised we were all Sega gamers. We all, we all came from that the Dreamcast generation and the Mega Drive generation. So we, we always kept together. Um, in terms of uh, clan and community, we then uh, became UK Rockers, and we literally were hosting um, uh, a TV show on Gamer Web TV. Uh, with the guys on there, we were um, we were holding festivals and uh, events uh, at Nottingham and uh, uh, regional um, venues. Um, we, we became literally the, the very first uh, multi-format clan, which was quite popular at the time. But that nowadays it's kind of a niche, uh, not a niche, but back then it was. And then uh, we kind of drifted away. We all grew up. We all got jobs. Um, but you know, I, I kind of, like my Sega calling was always there. And I, I, I'm kind <laughs> of a, I still keep buying all the tech as, as a first adopter, really. Um, and quite recently, I picked up a PlayStation headset, a PlayStation VR. That's pretty cool. And I picked up Moss yesterday. So I'm really I'm kind of embracing all the new games and all the new technology. Yeah, excellent. So when are we getting a Switch of Rage VR? That's the question, right? Yeah, that would be that would be interesting, wouldn't it? Because <laughs> when I started putting together the, the video for, for Streets of Rage, I, I contacted um, Streets of Rage Online. It's a really, really good resource out there, Mr. Mm -hmm. Dean, isn't it? Um, the webmaster that yeah shout out to I, Mr. Din previous guest yeah, of, yeah, of our show yeah so what I noticed that he had a lot of content in regards to uh, um, Dreamcast content and uh, arcade content really early um, footage on there that he allowed me to have and uh, stuff that he's accumulated as well uh, and there was a first person Dreamcast um, Streets of Rage footage on there I was like So what actually could that have actually looked like, you know, had it been a full fleshed out release? And I guess the reason they didn't do it is because perhaps it didn't work at the time. But uh, potentially now, you know, you perhaps have the opportunity to, you know, look through the character's eyes and you, say with the PlayStation Move, for instance, you have the uh, the physical move controllers that you can strike and hit enemies. Of, you know, possibilities yeah, there, of that, course. That You know, yeah, that, that's the thing. So, and, and so, since we're we're you know already uh, into the streets of rage territory, uh, let's let's let let tell people about your video. So, uh, the reason we invited you on the show is because you actually put out a video talking about the history of Streets of Rage, so the the games that Sega released and the prototypes and uh, concepts that uh, other companies put out, uh, the, the the pitch that the pitches that people you know uh, sent to Sega for a, a sequel to Streets of Rage 3 and whatnot, uh, and also you also cover a, a bit of the future, uh, the potential future of the Streets of Rage uh, series. So, what made you? Uh, had this uh, have this idea and, and go forward with this project and why Streets of Rage? Okay, uh, quite a lot of interesting questions there, so thank you. So uh, where it kind of came from, the inspiration was uh, if you look on YouTube generally, there's a lot of really good kind of uh, documentary style content that's been produced over the last few years, uh, like uh, Guru Larry and the guys that like Jim Sterling put out. But the more commentary style, and I thought the one thing that's like really drew me was when I caught um, a video of NoClip for putting documentaries out. They had a really good um, series of interviews with the guys at CD Projekt Red, and I was like, that's the kind of interest that I have. If, if I watch a movie, I actually are really um, engaged in what happens behind the movie. I like the uh, I like the extras, I like the bonus cuts. I like to see how the film was put together, how technology comes together to form a game or a project or a movie or, or music. And I, I find that really interesting. But I, I didn't realize that anyone wasn't doing it for gaming. I was like, that, that actually might be a bit of 
I wouldn't say a niche, but there, there, there is a market for those people who are like me, however, they're interested in that kind of thing. Um, and then I saw uh, on Netflix there was a, a new documentary series called uh, The Toys That Made Us, and it was like a five-part documentary, uh, and every episode kind of covered a, a, the history of a particular toy line. And the first line is, uh, is Barbie, you know, history, how it developed. There's like He-Man and Masters of the Universe, Transformers, etc. And so I actually, I started uh, messaging them on, on Facebook and we, we uh, engaged in dialogue back and forth. And I was like, you know, I think someone needs to do this about video games. And they were like, go and do it. And I was like, you know what? I, I really should. So I did. <laughs> and I thought, well, what's the, um, what's the first one that I think um, sticks in people, people's heads? So I thought, well, let, let's look at something nostalgic. And I think Streets of Rage is, you know, from the Mega Drive era, that is the kind of game that stands out. Streets of Rage 2 It's the one that Sega keeps reselling and... You know, every time there's a vintage collection or a Mega Drive collection, it's always the kind of the highlight of the collection of Streets of Rage 2 and 3. And, mm-hmm. um, and the sound of, the, of the, that era, that kind of nostalgia. So that stands out in people's minds. I think that's actually important as a, as a gamer, that, that kind of that nostalgia point, that music, that sound. Um, how important that was. Um, for those people who were teenagers at the time or early 9, 10 years old, they, they're the guys who are now in their 30s. They're the guys who are now got a business, got a house, got a family, got a car. Um, they actually were the ones who actually tried to produce something for the next generation. And I think that, that was talking to me as like, I need to produce something for yeah, people to see and to kind of be a catalogue online. So I wanted the video really to be um, something that people could look at online and actually see the whole story from uh, Streets of Rage uh, development from uh, when it was uh, Dragon Swat and how it evolved to become like um, through the prototype process of going to become Streets of Rage and then how the success that it had and made the sequel and then three and then the controversy where happened with Streets of Rage 3, and that's a story in itself. And then, of course, there has been no release since uh, January 1994. Yeah. And, I mean, as a Sega gamer, um, of course, you and I probably we went through the Saturn generation, and we were still waiting for one. <laughs> there was, like, Guardian yeah. Heroes, there's a few mm-hmm. titles that kind of, like, it's sort of like Streets of Rage, but it's not what we really want. <laughs> and then uh, Dynamite Cop came along, which, uh, uh, Die Hard Arcade. And then the Dreamcast was kind of peeking out there, um, like behind the curtain of Katana at the time and I was like we still didn't get a Streets of Rage on there either and was Spike out um, but not a Streets of Rage and there was always little hints that it might happen but Sega seemed to, so confused at the time and I was like that actually is a whole story that could be put together in a video and anyone who has an interest in Streets of Rage you can watch the video and go ah I see I see the beginning the middle the end and the, the optimism is the future what, what can happen what, where, where it can go next yeah and something that I, I enjoyed about your video, not that I wouldn't, uh, you know, watch it if it was longer, but it's not that long. So people who uh, maybe have like I don't know uh, attention deficit or something, <laughs> they can still it's right. So it's like twenty minutes long or nineteen minutes yeah. long. So it's it's pretty uh, straightforward. And I I got that feeling that you were mentioning right now. So there's a beginning, a middle, and an end. So there's. There's a structure there, and people get at least the most important parts of the story, and they get informed. Yeah, it's it's really interesting the, the YouTube generation, as it were. Um, people put out videos on a daily basis, you know, and it, it's almost like lists of top tens, lists of information, and it, it's it's almost things like it's throwaway TV. Uh, you watch it, and it's gone. That's um, true. But I, I kind of wanted to make something that last, but also you know, it keeps people's attention. So it was always on point. There was always um, a sentence that was going towards something being made, or. Um, something relevant that was towards it and, and I think that the timeline of Streets of Rage makes sense you know um, this is what it was this is how it became um, and then the music direction um, 
I, I did actually approach Sega um, for an interview, and uh, their PR company never actually got back to me, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I know, uh, but my, my feeling was, okay, can I reach out to uh, Yuri Shiobo? Can I reach out to Yuzu Kashihiro and the guys behind it? And I thought, perhaps they'll be too busy. And I was like, so I, I kind of wanted to do what the toys that um, that made us are and interview all these other people. And I was like, mm-hmm. how am I going to interview people who are in Japan? Well, that might be quite hard. I don't quite speak Japanese. So I don't know. I'll take out the best parts. So I, I contacted also um, the guys behind a great book, the guys at... Um, Read Only Memory, know? right? They, they put out a fantastic book. Yeah. And again, I was directed to that by Mr. Dunn. And I was like, oh, that's you. So I, I actually went and bought this book, um, the Mega Drive one, just to, again, support them to the fact that they gave me permission to... Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. And actually, it's really well produced. I was like, that's mm-hmm. exactly the kind of guns that I want to read in the format that I kind of want to look at. So that's how I produced the documentary in the way that I did. Excellent. And so, um, Christian, so did were you a big, big fan, a huge fan of the series growing up? Where it was like... And, and by the way, obviously you probably were, otherwise you wouldn't uh, no, uh, <laughs> talk about this, but what what's your favorite out of the, the three games? What's your you favorite? You know what? It's going to be a bit of a, a controversial one, is that I actually really liked three. And uh, the reason I liked three is because um, I can remember going to my friend's house and I said, he had a Mega Drive and I, I didn't. And uh, I can remember he, he got it at launch. He had a physical edition of Street 23, which apparently now Ooh. is really quite rare. Yeah. Um, And I was really kind of taken aback by the music and how this kind of like sonic jungle kind of beating onslaught going on. And being a child who's only about 11 years old, the only music I've ever really heard is my parents' music. And here's me hearing this like really cool Spanish soundtrack. And then I, start, I picked up the first two. And that, that actually was kind of my introduction to good music in, in, in that kind of <laughs> roundabout way. But three actually was the, the, where I first came into it. And I preferred how the... Um, the mechanics of how you move around. So I spoke about that in particular um, to other scrolling beat-em-ups. How in Streets of Rage, there's a, there's, a, there's a difference. Once you grab somebody, there's options. So, you know, he says up, down, left, right, mm-hmm, a different button. Mm-hmm. It feels different. Even now, if you were to buy a game, even a wrestling game, um, you know where that combat system is kind of still there where you have attack and grab. That, that Only wrestling games today have got that function. Once you grab someone, there's an option of what you want to do, whether you want to attack them, punch them, strike them, throw them to the floor. It feels silly that that's not in any of the game, yet this was in a Sega game that actually was in 1994. Yeah. Um, and, and earlier. So if, and just like you like um, Final Fight didn't really have that, you just have a standard grab, or it's kind of an animation grab. And that's, that also features in other games too. So I was like, that's really what feels different about Streets of Rage. And I think that's actually why people play it. Because you can innovate, you can grab and you press up and you throw the guy into the air and your team might, might jump and hit him as well. And you see all these really kind of cool combinations that happen. Um, and sometimes quite spontaneous. So you grab each other and then the other guy gets thrown. And uh, you see really cool things happen. And you don't see that in other scrolling minimums. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. So, but that's actually uh, quite controversial. Yeah. So, yeah, Street of Rage a lot of people the... don't like three because the sound was a departure for what happened in yeah, number two. Yeah, it's, it's it's a bit experimental. I think it's not a yeah. bad soundtrack, but it's it's not. I don't know. It's 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 a bit I crazy still think at it times. Was ahead of because if you listen to like Maybe. the soundtrack on say like uh, on Wipeout, you know, it featured a lot of that kind of music. And that Wipeout yeah. came out in like 1995 with the launch of the PlayStation in the UK. Mm-hmm. And it had that same, of course it had like uh, the Prodigy on there. But the music that it featured actually was sounded very much like Streets of Rage 3. And I can remember thinking that when I was playing uh, Wipeout, I was going, this, is like, this sounds like how cool Streets of Rage 3 sounded. 
That's an interesting point. That's an interesting point. I, I don't think I've ever it's, thought it's about that. that. Yeah. Music. <laughs> it, felt like it, was, it was almost a year ahead of its time before that became the kind of standard you know, jungle beat. You know, and you, you hear that kind of music that was in the charts and it was in the tracks, yeah. it was in the, in the, the raves and the dance mm -hmm. music. I really think there were. It was almost a year, two year ahead of its actual music curve. And I, I don't maybe actually... maybe if Streets of Rage three had come out on on the Saturn, maybe you know people maybe, would, maybe the, the sound quality would be the different, like CD quality, and maybe the the soundtrack would would have you know uh, the, its chance to shine and not using the 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 Genesis or Mega Drive hardware. Perhaps. Yeah, that's a very good point. Who actually, knows? Yeah. Who knows? Okay, very good, very good, Christian. Um, so yeah, so obviously people can can uh, take a look at at your video and, and watch the, the video and get some some information on on the the, the history of Streets of Rage and uh, what what could be the future of this amazing uh, Sega series. What would you think would be a, a, a good way to for Sega to to actually release a, 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 like a Streets of Rage 4 title? Uh, what kind of uh, concept would you see uh, being su successful for Streets of Rage? Would you think like a 2D uh, beat-em-up scrolling type game like, like before or maybe something in 3D? What would you think would work in this day and age? Quite a, there's, a, there's an interesting move in terms of 2D, 3D. Not, and not, I wouldn't say 2.5D, because it is quite different. So if you look at how uh, fighting games have changed, um, particularly from the 2D sprite engine to how they are now with 3D characters that are on 3D backgrounds, but the actual the gameplay is on the plane of 2D. Um, like Street, Rage, um, Street Fighter, uh, King of Fighters all feature that now. That's kind of a standard uh, concept, how you have 3D but it, it's but it's on a 2D plane. I think that could actually work quite well. So you got 3D characters uh, moving around. So how uh, Double Dragon Neon did it? Did it really well? And uh, I think if it was a little, if the gameplay was a little quicker um, to how Double Dragon Neon was, I think they actually really might have something. And that's how I would like it to be. But actually, I really like the kind of the 2D animation style, and there really is that, that arc back to um, to that generation. I think I, I picked up a game on Steam not so long ago. Uh, from a comment that was made on the Streets of Rage video, and that was, have you played Fighting Rage that's on Steam? And I was like, at that time I hadn't, I went and picked it up instantly after I just saw a, a YouTube video of it, and I was like, this, this is exactly what I want to play, and it really is a, a full-on almost homage, but something completely new as a new IP um, that's on Steam now, and that's that Fighting Rage, and if you haven't checked it out, I will highly recommend you do so. Okay, excellent. Some people, by the way, uh, have you played uh, the Yakuza series? I do. I love the Yakuza series. <laughs> yeah. So some I, people, some I, I, people say that uh, a Streets of Rage game with just uh, the combat, you know, uh, that features in the Yakuza games would be amazing, and would be uh, an instant bestseller. I mean, the one thing that um, a lot of people talk about is that ha what, what happened to the scrolling genre, scrolling fighting game genre. And of course, it, it, it kind of disappeared, and then there was kind of a bit of a revival for a few times in like 2011. And then again, it disappeared. And then, but the evolution of that scrolling fighting game it actually is found in every uh, open world game, whatever from The Witcher to uh, that's true. Shenmue, yeah. it's in, it, particularly in Yakuza. Mm -hmm. um, that that's, that that form of fighting is now even in GTA, for instance. That's a mm -hmm. that whole system of, of combat in a 3D environment is is is, is still here. Um, but it's kind of hidden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So plans for future videos. So Shenmue? yeah, I, I think I think Shenmue three needs. But I, I kind of did one uh, when I when Shenmue three was announced, of course at um, at E three. Mm -hmm. um, 
15 now. Um, and literally, and there's the, I remember watching it live, and you know, and, and there's that reporter that stands up, and you see his hand on his head, and you can see the utter emotion of how much of an investor he was as a child, and how he's now grown up, and he hears that too. That was me too. I, I felt that, you know, as I was like, and that music playing, I was like, oh my god. I think god. we all did, yeah. <laughs> I just, the guy fell off his chair, just couldn't believe that actually, it's 17 years later, it's actually going to happen. So I that that is probably the game I'm going to do next as a kind of uh, behind the scenes and talk about the game and how how it evolved and so on. And I really hope I can reach out to like Yu Suzuki and hopefully, you know, he might, you know, give me some words too um, for, an, for an interview or, but I know it's going to be busy across developing. Mm-hmm. See, I mean, I mean, the other series I'd like to see uh, Sega revisit is is Panzer Dragoon. I mean, that that uh-huh. is just like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, anyone who's played like even Panzer Dragoon like one and two is mine into um, into Saga. I mean, knows that that's, that that kind of holds a special storytelling and in order in its own way is is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and Crimson Dragon, which was sort of a, a spin off project by Team Andromeda, uh, didn't really kind of capture Panzer Dragoon as a, as, a, as a whole. But um, it's unfortunate there's been nothing of that series come forward ever since. And it, it's kind of left in limbo, a bit like Streets of Rangers. It's like Sega holds all these uh, licenses and all these great characters and all these great stories and um, IPs. It, it seems to be just sitting on its laurels and going, well, we're trying to do something new and not be the Sega we once were. Mm-hmm. So, um, Christian, awesome awesome having you on the show. So we, we could go on for hours but uh, how can people find your videos okay and how can people to, uh, find you as well okay how can people find me so I'm uh, listed on Twitter at Define Christian uh, that's Christian with a K and you can find me on YouTube and that's uh, youtube.com Christian Lander and I get on Facebook and social media and so on my website is ChristianLander.com and all my content is, is on there as well because I'm a photographer I'm a, I'm a writer and uh, a filmmaker as well so you can find all the different kind of content that I do uh, on there as well awesome and so we'll share the links uh, as well during the show and on the podcast description if you're listening to the recording of the of the show you can find all these links on the podcast description so Christian thank you very much for your time all the best for your future videos and we'll be here you know ready to, to uh, give them a watch and to share them with the people on Radio Sega as well Okay, thank you very much. I really greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. The Manic Lounge.
Sega.
the Manic Monday Show with Casey. That's it for this week's edition of the Manic Lounge. Big thanks to Christian Lander for coming on the show and for requesting this as well. Yeah, awesome tune. Go straight from Streets of Rage 2. This was actually the most uh, predictable <laughs> request out of the bunch because before that we had um, Sonami Areru Ek Sanchitu from Panzer Dragoon Saga and the one that... I really was <laughs> didn't see coming. Uh, I am all of me from Shadow the Hedgehog. Uh, that was really a surprise. But all of these were requests uh, by a Christian. Christian Lander, this week's guest on the Manic Lounge. Thank you so much, Christian, for coming on the show. And also, uh, thank you for your video. I posted uh, a link to the video, to Christian's video on Twitter and uh, on Discord. So be sure to check that out when you can. It's only like 20 minutes long. And it's very nice. It's 
shares a, some light, uh, sheds some light into the history of the franchise and what the future could potentially hold for Streets of Rage and for the fans. That being said, um, it's also time to close entries for uh, Say My Name, at least for the second clue, which means clue number three is coming. Uh, before I um, get into that, let me just remind you that coming up next we have, and I, I totally forgot to mention this uh, at the start of the show, uh, coming up next we'll have Memories of Sega. So if you guys want to share your thoughts on uh, the Mega CD version of Wolf Child, uh, you know, as um, after after last week we had Owen was used uh, own memories. Uh, if you want to share your memories, your experience with the game, uh, let me know, and uh, we can chat live on Radio Sega using our Discord server, or you can just send me some some text messages or DMs on Discord with uh, something that you want me to share with the world on the show. So that's it. It's time for another segment of this show it's called say my name 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 Ooh. say my name things are interesting uh <laughs> yeah so yeah um I thought, I really thought this would be a very, very, very easy game this week. I really thought so. I didn't have time to come up with something more obscure, so I thought I'd go with this. And after all, people are, people are, are failing uh, still, so like this. Well, isn't that cute? Oh, that's wrong! What a pity. Yeah. Um... Yeah. <laughs> so, let's uh, do a little recap of the hints so far of the clues. Clue number one, it's a 3D fighting game. Clue number two, originally an arcade game, it's been released on several other systems, including the PS3 and Xbox 360, via their respective online stores. Clue number three, you know, if you don't get it with this one, I'm not sure what... If I should even share clue number four, because this one is so easy, so obvious. So, clue number three for ten points. Pepsi Man. <laughs> Pepsi Man. Uh, yeah, Pepsi Man is a hidden character in the Japanese Saturn version. So much info in one little clue. So, Pepsi Man is a hidden character in the Japanese Saturn version. <coughs> yes, Sir Pepsi Man. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I think I, I think I've seen somewhere that uh, Pepsi Man turns like twenty today or twenty-four or something. I don't know. The PS, uh, the PlayStation game, I think, turns something today. I don't know. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, Pepsi Man. <laughs> Pepsi Man. Pepsi Man is is a character in this game. So uh, what an amazing, what an amazing game this this should be. Anyway, that's it. DM on Discord for ten points uh, and and maybe 
I think this will help. I think this will be very, 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 very easy for you guys. And I'm, I'm getting lots of DMs. DMs now. Uh, Viper says, turned 19 yesterday. Oh, that's it. So 19 yesterday. Okay, okay. Uh, awesome, awesome. <laughs> and everyone's posting um, Pepsi Man GIFs right now. That's good. That's good. That's what Discord is for, for posting GIFs. Anyway, that's it. DM me. I'm KC on Discord. If you're not on Discord right now, radiose.ga slash Discord. That's how you can join us and uh, share in on the fun. And now, for something completely different. <laughs> this. Memories of Sega. Indeed. So time for Memories of Sega. This week's edition of Memories of Sega uh, comes courtesy of a winner as you because he's the one that always picks the game. And so last week we had him on the show talking about uh, his own experience with the game and how uh, he enjoyed it or not. Uh, but yeah, he, he did. He said it was a good game. Um, so this is the, the, the focus of, of this segment this week is Wolfchild, but the Mega CD version of Wolfchild. Um, and so I know that some of you tried this game or are trying them as we speak, or trying it as we speak. Uh, and so if you're interested in coming on the show, please let me know, because uh, I'm sure as hell interested in having you and talking about some some stuff, uh, Wolfchild related stuff. Uh, I have to say, and I'm going to be totally honest here, I haven't tried this. Uh, I think I've tried the Mega Drive version uh, not long ago, not that long ago, but I don't seem to recall much about it. Um, it's This apparently uh, was uh, originally an Amiga game, and then it was ported to the Mega Drive, Mega CD, Master System, Game Gear, so, so yeah. Um, this 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 the game um, is is an action game, right? So apparently you're you follow the story of Saul Morrow, Morrow, maybe Saul Morrow, yeah, uh, the son of a scientist whose biological weapons expertise leads a terrorist organization called the Chimera in the Mega City version to kidnap him and kill his wife and older son. Kill his wife and older son. After discovering this, Saul takes it upon himself to save his father. Uh, his father's. Uh, no, to save his father using his father's latest project, Project Wolfchild. To transform him into a wolfman! That can shoot energy blasts when he gains enough power. Well, why the hell not? Yeah. So I'm reading from uh, the Sega Retro page uh, for Wolfchild. So that's how I know so much about this. <laughs> when I actually try the games, I don't go to Sega Retro. I just uh, speak from experience, but... This week, I, I can't. So, yeah. Uh, the game looks great, I have to say. Uh, judging from screenshots and stuff, it looks great. Um, one of the things that I found while doing a little bit of research for this was that, as just as Owen was you pointed out, this seems to be um, a Mega Drive game that 
got a, a new soundtrack for the Mega CD version. It's basically a Mega Drive game with a, a CD quality soundtrack. So um, not much else added to the, the Mega CD version. And some people complain about that. Uh, but I don't see anything wrong with that. Especially if you owned uh, a Mega CD back in the day, you would probably want to get the games on the Mega CD instead of the Mega Drive or the Mega CD versions because you wanted something to try your new hardware on and you wanted something to take advantage of the, the CD player and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, let's see what people are saying. Let me just check... If people... So, Electric Boogaloo says, Basically, I heard a song from the Sega CD version of Wolfchild, decided to buy a loose copy, and loved it, even though I suck at it. And this is, some, this is something that we should actually cover sometime on a, on a Radio Sega show. Maybe even on the Manic Monday show. So, games that you guys... Um, picked up because of the soundtrack alone because you heard the soundtrack on YouTube or something or maybe on Radio Sega or any other online medium and you decided to try uh, the game out and maybe you got disappointed or not <laughs> so this is something that we should uh, definitely discuss uh, in the future so Electric Boogaloo tried the game, picked up the game because of um, because he heard a song from the Sega CD version of it so yeah uh, and he loved it, so that's good. That's that's a good story. That's that's a good story. Uh, he also got ten points for say my name, <laughs> not because of that, but because he uh, sent me a correct answer. That's it. Uh, anyway, let's keep going. Let's see if I uh, can find more um, more testimonies. Nope. Just say my name. Guesses. Everyone getting ten points right now. Yeah, Pepsi Man helped. I see. Yes, everyone with 10 points. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. So, a win was you says it was indeed on Amiga first. Um, yeah, so this was actually a game uh, developed by Core Design. Um, and so, just like Jamie pointed out pointed out. It was developed by Core and uh, ported to the Mega Drive and Mega CD um, uh, for, to the Mega Drive by published, actually, published uh, on the Mega Drive by JF's, JVC, sorry uh, Mega CD JVC in the US, uh, but Sega in Europe. So that's why it's considered uh, by Radio Sega Senders uh, a Sega game. Okay, that's it. Uh, and I was... I actually forgot. Let's play some, some Wolfchild Mega CD music. Uh, so, there we go. In the background. It's better. It's more appropriate. Um, let's see. Uh, Jamie says the Mega CD also has cutscenes. Probably like the Amiga, I'm assuming. Maybe. Rafsik says Mega CD has many cutscenes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everyone uh, says, I've seen the Amiga version in action. It does indeed have an opening cutscene, but it's quite different to the one on the Mega CD version. Yep, yep. That's interesting. Very nice. Um, Electric Boogaloo says, I bought The Amazing Spider-Man vs. The Kingpin on Sega CD because of the soundtrack alone too. Yeah, it's swing time! Yeah, that's, that's something for another day. 
yeah <laughs> great track there <laughs> awesome so not much in the way of comments on on a uh, wolf child mega cd version um i'll have to try this out soon hopefully and and share my thoughts then uh but uh since that's the case let's play some some music let's play some music uh from the game i don't have the correct titles i, I actually need to uh have a chat with a uh, winner so he can help me you know actually put actual titles into track numbers i only have a few so this is track seven i'm guessing this is actually one of the stages from the game so let's take a listen to this for a bit uh, while I wait for anyone else to send me some comments on the game. to the rescue were uh, saying this is probably the the inner core stage yeah maybe that's the title so inner core from uh wolf child mega cd that's the track that's playing right now um and while this track fades out into the distance uh not really <laughs> let's read uh jamie's comment on on uh, on the game will it be an unpopular op opinion we'll see judge for yourself i've decided to play the game after hearing about it from last week especially that it was developed by core design who would later be famous for the tomb raider franchise 
which is what I mainly know them for. It's an okay action platformer, which the level design seemed to be okay. I've not heard uh, the soundtrack due to listening to the show. Well, now you have. Uh, but it's not bad and has a bit of challenge to it. But from my experience, not much of trans transformation of the character. I was probably expecting it to be much like Altered Beast with that gameplay mechanic. Yeah, I've never tried that myself, so I, yeah. Is the transformation any good? Do you have, you get any good powers or not? I don't know. So Jamie says, uh, concluding, so overall for me, I'll go back to to it in the future, I think, as I'm interested in what Core have done before their big Tomb Raider fame. Yeah, thanks for that. Thanks for that. Um, yeah. So this is track 11, by the way. This is track 11. I have to say, the, the, both the Mega Drive and the Mega CG soundtracks are quite good. I quite enjoy them, so, so yeah. Um, and so, while we play track 11, whatever that is, uh, <laughs> and since we don't, I don't seem to have any other messages right now, I'm going to leave you with the next track, uh, at least a little bit of it. We've played this before. This is, this is going to be Wolf Ship, uh, which is the first stage. Uh, and so I'm gonna leave with that with that oh electric boogaloo says track 11 is the boss theme yay okay so we, now we know <laughs> and now I'm gonna leave you with wolf ship for a little bit and we'll be right back with more music on the manic Monday show and more say my name
Wolfship from um, Wolfchild Mega CD version. Uh, apparently, f from the plot, everyone dies! And his father gets kidnapped or something. Uh, yeah, though, so this was the focus of this week's Memories of Sega. Don't forget, next week we'll have a Wii Resume back with another game. I have no clue what that game will be, because he hasn't sent me the file yet. But I'm hoping it's going to be a good one. Uh, and so, two weeks from now, it's your turn again to share your own memories of Sega. So, hopefully we'll have a good one. One that we can all try to pick up before the show and... Yeah, that's it. Uh, Wonder Dog! Wonder Dog. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo just shared uh, a screenshot of Wonder Dog on the Sega CD. Yes. Anyway, let's keep going. Let's <laughs> let's keep going with uh, the show. Time for well, time for something that I, for some reason, haven't queued up yet. Hmm, interesting. Something wrong with my playlist uh, editor this week. Not sure what. But okay, let me just uh, cue something here that I need to. Quality radio right now. Okay, there we go. Let's go. So, uh, that was Memories of Sega. Don't forget, next week, another game with a Win With You's thoughts on it. And now, it's time for this. Say my name, say my name, say my name, say my name. Time for clue number four. So, uh, I don't think anyone needs it anymore because of Pepsi Man! But, uh, in case you need it, it's time for... It's time for clue number four. So, let me just remind you of the previous clues. Number one, it's a 3D fighting game. Number two, originally an arcade game, it's been released on several other systems including the PS3 and Xbox 360 via their respective online stores. Number three, Pepsi Man, Pepsi Man, is a hidden character in the Japanese Saturn version. Clue number four, the most popular character in the game is called Candy. The most popular character in the game is called Candy. So, uh, but, but some people know it by a different name. Extra. Clue number five. <laughs> so, uh, that, that's an extra clue. Yeah. Uh, so so yeah, uh, it's it's easy now. It's very very easy. You're now playing for five points, and while you send me your final guesses uh, or not, uh, we'll play more music and we'll play our last batch of three tracks, starting with something that I haven't played in a long long time from Sonic R, a classic. Richard Jakes and T.J. Davis. This is Living in the City. Enjoy. You're listening to the Medic Monday Show. On Radio Sega.
Making Mondays great again. This is the Manic Monday Show with KC. a previous episode of the show or want to listen to this one again come on download it on radio sega or stream it on apple Podcasts, stitcher or your podcast service of choice oh yeah
Stardust Speedway Zone Act 2 by T-Lopes from Sonic Mania. That's it. So, awesome tune to close off that patch there, that music block. Before that, we had Hanging Waters from Echo the Dolphin, Defender of the Future. And the first track was Living in the City from Sonic R. Apologies for uh, the, the short... A disconnection there for live listeners. Obviously, nothing happened in the world of podcasts. So, aren't you lucky, <laughs> podcast listeners? Yeah. Um, speaking of which, let me just... Because I, I was going to forget this again. If you enjoy our live shows um, and you actually want to listen to them again, as some of you do, I hope, uh, you can grab most of our shows, if not all of our shows, uh, from your podcast service of choice or going to by going to Radio Sega Media as well. And some of these podcast services have like a review system in place. So if you enjoy uh, our shows, our podcasts, please take some time to write us a little review there for the show that you like. So if, for example, if you like uh, Topical Resort for instance, why not leave a review for Topical Resort? Or if you like uh, Sega Mixer Drive, leave a review for Sega Mixer Drive. Um, and so that that really helps us. And um, so please, if you, if you have some time and if you love our podcast, please uh, leave us a review. There's a lot of time and energy uh, put into making these shows and uh, uploading the podcasts and whatnot. So, you know, if you can. Yeah, <laughs> Jamie says I'll give you 100 yen for all your current and future podcasts <laughs> that's too much I think <laughs> uh, 100 yen for my shows I think is too much um, yeah anyway that's it so it's time for this say my name say my name say my name say my name I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Uh, it's time to tell you all about this week's edition of Say My Name. Uh, so let's start with the answer and the clues. So first clue. It's a 3D fighting game. Second clue. Originally an arcade game, it's been released on several other systems, including the PS3 and Xbox 360 via their respective online stores. Uh, that's clue number two. Clue number three. Pepsi Man is a hidden character in the Japanese Saturn version. Clue number four. The most popular character in the game is called Candy, otherwise known as Honey. The answer for this week's Say My Name, the game was, obviously, Fighting Vipers. <laughs> Fighting Vipers. I, I enjoy this sound effect way too much. Uh, yeah. So what happened? What happened? How did this week go and how did people, you know, uh, do this week? So let's, let's take a look at the scores. So this week, you know, the, the least people got was 10 points. So we had a Wii Resume, Electric Boogaloo, uh, Jamie64326, Viper, Opa Science, Doom Girl, Yeah, so they all got 10 points, including Doom Girl breaking, you know, the, the, the streak. So she had three weeks in a row with 
20 points, but not this week. Oh, unlucky. Um, yeah, so that's it. Then, with 15 points, we had just one person, Veritex. And with 20 points, we had two people. We had Rexy and Rafsig. This means there's, yet again, changes in in the leaderboards, but not not much. So, let's see what happened. Let's see what happened. Uh, so, uh, after all of this, all of this madness, we have Alex Support, who was here last week, and now he isn't all come back. So, he uh, took a chance uh, last week and got five points. We have a winner was you and Rick and Alpha Dog 1996 with 10 points. With 15 points, we have Viper and Lucas. With 20 points, we have Tweeny and Sarah Rose 96. With 30 points, we have Rafsig. With 40 points, Electric Boogaloo. And then we jump straight into the 65-point realm. Um, oh, it's just it's just one person. With 65 points, we have JB64326. Followed by uh, Open Science with 70 points. And then we have the top three. So 70 points for Open Science. And uh, tied for second place, we have Rexy and Doomgirl. So Rexy caught up. And both Rexy and Doomgirl have 90 points. And Veritex is still in the lead with 100 points. So that's it. Uh, 100 points for Veritex. 90 for Rexy and Doomgirl. Uh, and a bit a bit behind, Opus Science with 70 points. And Jamie with 65. These are the, the, the top ones. The top five players, I, I think. Um, with only two weeks to go, so the grand finale, this, the the ending, this, this the season finale of Say My Name will be on the 19th. So two weeks from now, what will happen? Who will win? And what will the prize be? I will let you know soon, soon. How soon? Next week. Yes. So that's it. Congratulations to Rexy and uh, Rafsig for uh, winning this this week's edition of. Uh, say my name, getting 20 points uh, thank you very much for to everyone who listened to this week's show uh, let me tell you a bit about next week, so next week we'll have, as I said before um, we'll have um, Matt Furness Matt Furness on the show uh, I will be uh, chatting with um, Matt Furness this Wednesday I hope and so if you have any questions for Matt Please DM me on Discord or send me an email to kc at radiosega.net as soon as possible. Um, only when it was you sent me a, a question. So if you have any questions at all, something, or if you want me to tell him what, uh, which of his games are the most popular, um, yeah, let me know. Tell me. And I will uh, let him know this Wednesday. So next week... We'll have Matt Furness on the show as part of the Manic Lounge segment. However, next week's show won't be airing on Monday, as per usual. What? Yes. So, I will uh, tell you why. Because next Monday is March the 12th, 
So that means Radio Sega uh, is celebrating uh, its 8th anniversary of live shows. So live shows, Radio Sega Live is celebrating its 8th anniversary. So that means we'll have a special show. Uh, so uh, if you want uh, to tune in to Radio Sega on Monday to listen to the Manic, show, the Manic Monday show, don't do it. But listen, tune in and listen to Sega Ages. Sega Ages is a kind of a tradition uh, for us. It was our fir very first Radio Sega live show. And um, ever since uh, it ended, we usually do a special edition of Sega Ages each year uh, to celebrate Radio Sega Live's anniversary. And this year, finally, I'm not the one hosting the show. So rejoice! Yeah! Rejoice! So I'm not the one doing this this, this year. Uh, and so we'll have... Who will we have? <gasps> uh, I used to have a drum roll. I don't have a drum roll anymore. Oh, but who will be hosting Sega Ages? Viper! Yeah! I mean, I mean. Yeah! Yay! <laughs> so Viper will be um, live next week. <laughs> um, uh, this, this Monday, so next Monday. Um... At 8 p.m. at the usual time, 8 p.m. GMT. However, don't forget for U.S. listeners, uh, you'll be time traveling this weekend. So uh, I believe it'll air one hour earlier. Is it earlier? I think so. I don't know. Uh, check that out before uh, tuning in to Radio Sega next Monday. But you'll be tra time traveling, I believe, this, this weekend from Saturday to Sunday. I think uh, you'll have... Uh, you'll be one hour ahead and so um, it'll probably air one hour earlier than usual so Sega Ages with Viper celebrating Sega music or music from Sega games released uh, on um, in 2017 so last year that's what Viper is gonna be focusing on and I have it on good authority basically uh Viper, <laughs> the host, that there's going to be in reverse and that there's going to be something that you can win if you win uh, in reverse. So feel free and be sure to tune in to Radio Sega next week, next Monday with Viper and Sega Ages. So what uh, does that mean for um, the Manic Monday show? Well, we'll be back on Wednesday instead. So I'll be uh, doing a wack Wednesday <laughs> The Wackass Wednesday show uh, next Wednesday, uh, so the 14th, with a usual, you know, regular edition of the show with another edition of Say My Name for you guys. More music, more third party tracks, another interview. Matt Furness will be on the show, and all that jazz. Jazz, rock, pop, hip hop, whatever. I'm really, really sorry, but not really. Anyway, that's it for this week's uh, edition of the Manic Monday Show. Thank you very much for listening to me and to the music that I played. Um, and and uh, it's time to tell you that uh, our next Radio Sega Live show should be yet again Viper with Topical Resort, uh, followed by Rexy with Sega Mix Drive and another episode of uh, Chaos Control Center. Have you... Uh, did you did you tune into uh, Chaos Control Center last week? 
It was great. So episode number two comes this Friday. So next Radio Sega Live show, Topical Resort, 7 p.m. GMT on Friday on Radio Sega, courtesy of my man, Green Viper 8. With that being said, it's time to go. It's time to play one final track. And since Say My Name was mad, and since all these shows are mad, and everyone's mad on Discord, I certainly am, I will leave you with a track called The Madness. Uh, one final shout-out, because I will... I almost forgot, uh, and I'm not going to be on air before that. So, our own um, Skyblaze is having surgery next Monday. And so, big, big shout-out to Skyblaze. Hope everything goes well, uh, and hope she can be back on Radio Sega soon with more Hidden Palacery. Hidden Palacery? Is that even a word? Yes. So, a show with lots of hidden palacery. I'll shut up now. I'll leave you with The Madness by Ear. I hope you enjoy it. I know you will. Thank you for listening. I've been Kishi. Kishi? Uh, <laughs> with The Manic Monday Show. I'll be back next, mu- next Wednesday. Bye-bye!
Enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.